It's just that time of year, isn't it? Yeah, it's very everyone, funny. Everyone gets loopy. But I'm not angry. No. I, I was so angry. You may not have noticed in the previous week. I'm not angry now. So why, why are you not angry? What's been the change? Maybe I'm letting go. Yeah. I think I'm letting go because I don't feel angry anymore. That's good. I mean, you've got three weeks. You're like you're in a movie. I was thinking about today. You're in a movie. You've got three weeks till retirement. Yeah. I got my first retirement card yesterday. What, what's the retirement? What retirement card did you get? One of the like lovely. One of the lovely students gave oh, me a retirement. Right. Like as a thank you card, right, right, right. but it's a retirement card. Oh wow! I put it up at home. I'm like, that's my first retirement card. It's like an official it is. declaration. Like I won't just be getting farewell. I'm actually retiring. It was funny seeing it. Yeah. Well, Tony know. asked me today, like, plan for retirement, and all I can think of is, oh, I just look at Karen and go, that looks pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> I haven't thought about it actually thinking. specifically, but. Enough. What are you doing? Well, no, that makes that? sense. That makes sense. Like, yeah. if I was retiring at, at the age you're retiring, yeah. the next school I go to could be my last school. Because yeah. I heard him say that. Will it yeah. be my last school? And I, because I thought, oh no. But then I thought, well, if I retire at fifty-five, like Karen is, yeah. Well, what a lovely thought. But that's not going to happen. But <laughs> it's a lovely thought to have. Maybe I'll just think about it all every day. Of retiring. I only found out I could retire at fifty like that I was we were would be in a position where right. I could when I was about fifty one. Yeah. Or fifty. Anyway, yeah, that's when I'm like, Oh, okay. I that's actually there. So when when you found that out, what like did you just do a little dance? Did you come home and tell Dave? Like We were at a so how I found out we were at the financial advisor. Yeah. And um and so he's looking at our numbers and stuff, which we're not looking great. Um and he said to me, You could go part time or you could retire at fifty five. Wow. And I'm like Part time. When I went part time once, I did eighty five percent. Didn't suit me anyway. No, so. I don't think it's it's a nice idea, but it just it seems quite stressful mm-hmm. to work four days a week. Yeah. That other days either planning or it's ha- yeah. like there's a lot of k- yeah. talking. Up. Yeah. No. You do a hundred percent of the work for yeah. less pay. Basically, that's yeah. all it meant. It didn't work. So I was like, there was no choice. Oh. I retire at fifty five. And. So, like the question we ask all the Year 12s at this time of year, the question is, well, what will you do next year, Karen? What will you do? Yeah, I don't know. I guess the thing is, like the better question that I ask students is, what don't you want to do? So, is there things you don't want to do? Yeah. What don't you want to do? So, I don't want to rush into doing the same thing that I've been doing. So, I've had already had people say to me, oh, we'll get you in to do relief. Right. Or I've got a friend at CIT who said there's opportunities there, and it's tempting. Yeah. Because it's what I know, you know. So I don't. But it's right. like I'm not retiring from teaching because I've had enough of working in schools. Yeah. So if I wanted to keep working, I'd stay. Right. Yes. That's what I have to keep reminding myself because very easy to go. Well, that's what I know. I'll just go back to doing it, but I'll yeah. do it as relief. So I think I won't do anything for a while. Sounds pretty nice. Yeah, I think I'll just read and potter. You're potter. just potter. I will potter. 
Forage. We were watching... um, (laughs) Ella and I watched The Great British Bake Off and one of them is a forager. Oh. Maybe I could become a forager. Go out and forage. Yeah. We're in in Canberra. Have you done any research into Canberra foraging? (laughs) What's available? I know there's plenty of mushrooms, but it's a question of what kind of mushrooms. (laughs) That's what Ella was saying. It makes her feel a bit uncomfortable that someone's a forager given what's what's happened. But I think I just... Go, just be. I might start. Oh, that's a good way. Gardening. Maria's got me a bit more interested in gardening, yeah. and I don't know. Plan our trip, and and then I might do some volunteer work yeah. somewhere. It's just. But I don't want to commit because that's yeah. a big commitment too. Yeah. Like I thought, when you're a volunteer, you could kind of float in and. Here I am for the morning. What can I do yeah, see to help the oh. little people? Uh, it's not like that at all. It's a commitment. Yeah, right. Yeah. You just don't get paid. It's, yes. It's a job, but you... You're not getting paid. I don't know yeah, that I wow. want to do that yet. Well, uh, it's, it's, I understand that the idea of like, oh, I'm, I'm going to retire, but oh, but what? I need to fill my days. Yeah. But you don't. No. That's not retirement. Right. I'm like, no, filling your days with chores and activities isn't really what you're doing now you said you're not retiring because you've uh, you're over teaching so why are you retiring i know we've talked about this in the past so i'm retiring because i want more to my life than just being not Mm. just being a teacher because it's i think it's been a great job how dare you but i (laughs) no such thing as just being a teacher but i i just want to have do something else yeah because i have never done anything else Mm -hmm. so i never had a gap year i haven't really had blocks of time i mean long service leave but not big blocks of time off yeah i've never done anything else yeah and and I want to be able to do other things before I get to the point where yeah. staying at home with the dog on my lap is the best option. <laughs> Which I'll get to. Got you, yeah, right. I'll get to, but maybe in my 70s that's what I'll do. But in my late 50s yeah. and 60s, <laughs> I want to travel and walk and just do things so that it's not... Yeah. This isn't all I've done. Yeah, and it's also, it's not something you'll have to squeeze in. Like, you yes. won't be like, oh, I've got to take this amount of leave yeah. so I can do this thing. Yeah. And I don't know. I was talk- We were talking the previous episode with Nicole about how we get ourselves into a flat by trying to timetable our entire lives. Yes. Like, I've got to do this and everything's like plan. I'll do What am I doing tomorrow is like a timetable. I've yeah. got to do this, this, this and this. So it'll be... I wonder if that'll be a hard thing to get out of. Oh, I think it'll be really hard. Yeah. Um, and but do, you, do you get out of that sort of by the end of a like our Christmas holiday? Don't you find by the end it takes yeah. me a couple of weeks? Yeah, to cause... just get used to just yeah. to be. You don't have to have it all scheduled out. Yeah. Yeah, I think I will really struggle with that. And I've seen Adam on his gap year struggle with that this year, right. like just that. Or you you do need some structure, yeah. But maybe the structure I need to get used to is no structure, yeah. <laughs> like that, so it's okay to today's a big empty day, and it's what can I decide to go do? Yeah. Well, that's that's the the thing of like I've got two weeks leave coming up, and I actively have to resist. Like, all right, what am I going to do on this? Just I'm going to drive myself crazy on my leave on my break. Yeah. Be like trying to fill it with every little thing that I could do. 
That's yeah. the thing, right? There's so yeah. many things you can do. Yeah. Maybe just choosing none of those things. Yeah. Because do you think... I think it makes other people a little bit uncomfortable that if you don't have... If you can't don't have a structure to say to them, oh, well, this is what I'm doing. You know, I'm going on a trip or I'm, I don't know, we're renovating the house. Yeah. Other people don't, are almost more uncomfortable with that too. Right. Because they want you to have something. Yes. So I found that a lot. Like lots of people are like, well, what what, what, what are you going to do? Yeah. And, what? I, and I almost, I've started to get more comfortable with saying, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, because I know like a lot of people are like, well, you retiring so you could do, well, there's three or four teachers at this school who have retired. Yeah. And they're still here. Yeah. <laughs> That's not going to be me. No, and they talk about how great it is. Yes. But they're not retired. No. <laughs> they're still working. Yeah. Um, but I'm sure, like, that's what they say. Well, you could do this and here are all the things you can do. But I don't know. People get... Yeah, like, I think people do get uncomfortable with like, yeah. What do you mean? You yeah. don't have a plan. Mm. got to have a plan. Yeah. Far out. I mean, even like, it's, like we were talking about, Tony saying to me today, like, you know, have you thought about retirement? I don't know. I don't know if I'll be a teacher mm. my whole career. Maybe, like you said, to do something different. Yes is what I like to do. I like to do something different and I move schools based on how different it will be. But maybe the next step is like, well, just do something completely different. different. I don't know what that is, but like it's, I don't know, we sort of get like, oh, I'm a teacher, therefore. Yes. What what will I, after the next step, I'll just be a teacher. Well, maybe you'd like to be a deputy or. Yes. And see, that's the other thing that I think, because I've never had that drive drive i've enjoyed being in the classroom so i have never wanted a job that took me out of the classroom i tried it once i didn't it wasn't Mm -hmm. for me yep so and but even that i found people find perplexing yes how long have you been teaching or 33 years and i'm still in the classroom they they kind of link that to ambition like a lack of ambition right yeah why why wouldn't you want to move up yes as they call it yeah but why can't your ambition be to do less yeah, <laughs> and, yeah. and enjoy life. Yeah. Like oh, no. Just enjoy your life. No, 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 no. We, don't, we only give that condition, this is a dark, darker thought, to people who have a disease, you know, or That's a true. serious incident in their life. We accept, oh, well, they've stopped working and they're spending time with their family. And we go, well, that makes sense. Yes. But when you actually say that out of nowhere... You know what? I just need to. I want to spend more time with my family. I don't really want to do all this extra stuff or yeah. be, you know, be a deputy or. And that makes people uncomfortable. Even though it's the same thing. Yes. Yeah. But if there's no reason, like they, you need a reason to not want to work. Yeah. As yeah, much. That's, whereas, I think that's great. Yeah. To to not. Yeah. I, I don't really want to work anymore. <laughs> oh, cool. It is a cool idea. The thing that I get really excited about, it's so pathetic, is I said, like, all my work clothes will be clothes. Right. I won't have to worry about, oh, I won't wear that, that's that's work clothes. Oh, okay, yes. I'll just have clothes. I can wear that dress if I want to. doesn't matter wearing it on the weekend, it's not my work clothes anymore. I mean, there's probably so many things like that, where you're like, oh, all these... All the little things that you're hanging on to or that are part of your job yeah. that you don't realise. Yeah. I never thought about that. Yeah, your work clothes just become clothes. Work clothes become clothes. How cool is that? All of a sudden my wardrobe's expanded. Right. Because 
Paul and I have got all these choices because it's like, yeah, that's just clothes now. I wonder if you'll just go, I hate these clothes. Oh, Dave I, wondered that too. I'd never wear these yeah. if I'm not wearing them to work. They these. remind me of work. Yeah, I they remind me them. Yeah. <laughs> wow. I even threw out the other day because I've been slowly throwing things out on yeah. my desk. I threw out my whiteboard markers. Wow. Because you don't use, where do you use a whiteboard marker if you don't, I don't need whiteboard markers. It is interesting how little, even moving schools, Mm. just how little stuff we have, so much of it is online. Yes. That you're like, oh, I'm sure like the last job, oh, I'm going to carry these boxes and boxes of resources and like I found maths resources from 2007. Why do I have them? (laughs) And, and. Because even if you were to teach that again, yeah. you would make yeah. new things. Yeah, or, or I would, you'd look online. I'd look online. online. Yeah, it's, it's bizarre that you're like, oh, what it used to be, yeah. carrying all these buckets of stuff. And now I've got one, and most of it's all like books yeah. that I'll have on my desk or books that I'll give to students. Or, But yeah, a lot of it's just all yeah. weird stuff, photos and, you know, yeah. it's, it's unusual there and there's a secure there was a like a security in that like i even used for years until probably only two or three years ago i threw out my folders at home right. of my all my resources that i thought i might use again yeah but really sickly i knew i wouldn't use them again but it was there was some security in knowing i had them yeah and but i never looked at them no and it's been interesting now i've started to try to export what's on my Google Drive into a personal drive. And I'm getting, I had to go up to to IT and say, I'm getting all this stuff that, like, why am I getting sociology or why, and they, I'm getting everything that I've ever been oh, linked right. to. Oh, okay. And that's quite, well, after I realised, I panicked because I thought I was stealing things. So <laughs> I've done it wrong. Yeah. But apparently it's just stuff that I um, am linked to. And then you realise how much of it, Right. You do not need. Like, how much of a clutter is there just yeah. even in that that, I'll, that I will never use? I've obvi- I didn't even know I had it. Well, it's even that I'm, I'm going to a school that's only year seven, and what am I going to do with all my year 11 and 12 yes. stuff? I'll keep You keep it. Just in, yeah. It's like hoarding, digital yes. hoarding, isn't it? It is. You're like, I'll just, I might need that. Yeah. <laughs> and because you won't, will you? Because you don't need it because... The ideas came from you. Yeah, yeah. And you're taking you with you. And then you apply them to different texts or different situations, different students. You'd be redoing it anyway. Yeah, yeah, that's... A, you will probably never use it again. No, no God, no. It's, it's, oh, it's, there's a lot where you're like, oh, no, but I might, no. I'll just reuse it. And then you look at it and you go, no, it's terrible. Yeah. <laughs> need to fix it. Now, you were saying that, like... You, you didn't want to have a job which took you out of the classroom. Yes. Yet the job we do as like yes. case managing these students is a different kind of job. It is taking it does take you out of the it classroom. Does. We have less actual face-to-face classes. But what so what's been the what's been the payoff of that or what's been like it's I I feel if I moved into like being the head of a department mm. Yeah. then I would miss the classroom. But in this case, doing this, you, you come out of like two yeah. classes or three, but it's not like, oh, no, I'm not doing what I want to do. Yeah. It's yeah. vague. But what, so what led you to be a case manager? 
Oh, well, what led me there was just, I got told that's what I have to do. <laughs> right. When I first moved into this area, so at Dixon College, that you, you had an allowance to do case management. I didn't even know there were case managers before that. No. I didn't recall ever anyone dealing with me, <laughs> like saying... So, but they must have, but I probably didn't really take a lot of notice. I don't yeah, know. or you just don't know what the actual job is. Yeah, yeah. So that was a a big surprise. Um, so that's what got me. And then when I came over here, a big part of what I did was the case management. Yeah. And I really wasn't in the classroom. And then I found that very hard. Yeah. Yeah, I missed that. Whereas now I quite like the balance I have because I think we're not in the classroom, but we're still with the kids. Yeah. Yeah. You're still really involved with the kids. So really. you're not um, just doing admin or... I think that helps. Yeah, it's not just oh, I'm going through processes. And mm. like you like the classroom mm-hmm. for the similar reasons I do is that it's dynamic. Yes. Never the same. It's unpredictable, especially in some of the classes we have. Yeah, very. Where you're really not predictable of what's happening day to day. And it's the same with this job is that it can be very stressful and overwhelming if a number of students are all heightened on the same yes. day. Yeah. Um, which thankfully doesn't happen that much. But when it does, you just, at the end of the day, you're like, oh my God, that was. Yeah. I don't know. How you're many? exhausted. Yeah. And, yeah. And yeah, you don't know what's hit you. I no. mean, the things, you think of the things that we've dealt with in this role, are things that I never had any idea went on yeah there's a lot of things where you're like oh okay it's would this have happened if you didn't have a case manager what would have happened if you didn't yes have a case manager how do these students react i mean what do you think's been the most i guess what's the most challenging part of the job in terms of the young people sometimes the challenging part can be the peripheral the parents or the teachers that can be difficult, yeah. but what, what's been the difficult part, do you think, of working with the young mm, students? Yeah. For me, I think the most difficult part has been when they have wanted something or yeah. needed something at a time when I haven't been able to provide that. Right. Or maybe where I, couldn't, I just could, couldn't provide it. Like they, and so when they get very attached to you and the idea that you are their person you can fix things yes but sometimes they want that done at the most inopportune moments i think i found that really hard yeah what about you what have you found i mean without mentioning names what you said there about what they you're their person who looks after things yeah you're their personal assistant in some of their eyes and what they ask you to do for them is unreasonable yes uh, and again, without mentioning names, I've been asked to speak to a student's parents to maybe assist them in getting divorced. That's <laughs> one of my favourites. So that life at home is a bit easier and she can concentrate on the work yeah. Yeah. with a bit more detail. And so it's things like that. I mean, it, they're so specific, aren't they? Like yeah. when if people ask you, like, well, I can only tell you exactly what happens. and But that's difficult i find that the hardest is when they're really heightened yes and it's like when your kids are really heightened yeah and then they sort of put that on you and then they move on and you might see them at school you might 
like, all right, I've got to check in with that student, mm. see how they are, and they're fine. Yes. Because they've processed it. You were part of that process, but you have end up carrying that sort of, you know, I don't even know what kind of feeling it is. Yeah. It's just heightened. That heightened emotion gets put on you. And like I said, I think the hard days are when there's three or four students and they might send you one email and you're like, oh, my God. Yes. And they feel unsafe. You know, we have students who've had that yeah. issue and, and certainly students who are very good at communicating that will actually say, I feel unsafe. Mm. You're like, okay, well, we have processes of what to do, but okay, yeah. <laughs> let's try and make you not, be un- not feel unsafe or do our best. And then you're like, they're gone and they go home and you're like, all right, yeah. <laughs> now what? I feel unsafe. Yes. Like I'm escalated. That's, that's the hard part. Yeah. That, I think that's really true. And my sister and I, were ta- we often talk on the phone on the way to work when I drive to work. And um, she was saying that she's had that experience. She has adult children. Yeah. Um, but they still do that thing where they come and they dump everything on you and she's left really stressed and feeling heightened and they're off having a yeah. nice day. Yeah. <laughs> and I think in this role we have that because both you and I have kids at home so you deal with it with your own kids and then you come in and you're dealing with it at work so some days you're in this constant Mm. heightened state yourself and probably there's something that could be done better and it's I don't think it's a school specific thing it's just maybe a this area that we work in that kind of debriefing thing that having some way of just letting that go I mean I think Mm -hmm. you and I and Kate do that yeah. at our meetings. Um, obviously, we, we did that with Natalia, but I think that's essential, just that. Yeah. And how are you? Yeah. Well, I remember like when uh, the previous the, uh, you know, school psychologist was here and you know, I presented a student to him yeah. who was in that state and that he did went through all the processes. And then the next day, he came to find me and was like, well, how are you? And I was like, oh, oh, uh, Oh yeah, no, not good. Yes. But it was only until you know yeah. someone actually says it to you, yeah. yeah. Because otherwise, you just carry on, and, yes. no, and no one else sees that. No. Because that's the nature of the job too. Is like, all right, well, we get this child, this adult, new adult, to feel safe and yeah. remove them, and no one sees it. And so it's not like, oh, no one cares because no one, no one yeah, knows. Exactly. Exactly. That's part of the job is yeah. to make make it seamless, and that I think maybe that's an issue as well. Is that it's hard to sort of, you might feel like, well, I'm not being supported, but you have to learn to tell people. You do, and yeah, that absolutely. that can be hard as well. Yeah. Um, but yeah, and also the having your kids at home. I find the hard bits are when I go home, after students have requested or parents have requested or teachers have requested a lot of you yes and you go home and i have no time for my students to or my, my kids yeah to actually ask me to do something and i'm like can you just leave me alone yes you've kind <laughs> of got nothing left i've got you. nothing left to but i really should have you know that's that thing of like yeah. no my family's more important than this job and maybe that's a hard thing mm-hmm. in case management as well yes is like these the young people are here for two years i can't solve them no no and i've got children at home who aren't for two years and then they move on to something else yeah they so that's that's i think maybe something i've learned as well um what do you think i mean what are the what are the joys of it oh the joys of it 
well, all the laughs. I mean, just the laughs with the students, yep. with the funny things that happen. Um, and I guess for me, because I came from teaching, well, like you, I guess, English, um, and I'd been at college, so teaching tertiary English, and sometimes I would be very focused, as would the students on the assessment mm. and the marks. So the joy of this is not having to be like that. Yeah. Um, and I, even in the modified classes, things go, you know, different ways that you've thought, oh, I didn't think we'd end up here, but here we are and let's yeah. make this work. Yeah. Um, so I think that, and just the, the connections, when you see somebody achieve something yeah. or conquer something and, and one of the students and yeah. you think, oh, I was a little part of that. That's, there's, there's joy a, in that. There's, a, there's a, a few students every year at graduation, right? Yeah. And you're like, that was, you know, that was so far off yeah. at the start of last year or so far off six months ago or so far off. And, yeah, to feel like, I don't know. It's, it's, don't you think it's a weird job in that regard? You don't feel like their parent, but you feel like you said a part of their success. Yeah. And then they're gone and you get a new batch. Yes. <laughs> you get a new batch next year and it's starting over again. Yeah. So how, how do you manage that? How do you manage the... I guess the cycle of it. You help oh. these people and then they move on and then you've got a new group. Yeah. Oh, that's a really good question. I don't know. I think, well, I, I, I guess you're always, you've learned something from that, those two years with those students. So yeah. like, I think I'm probably this year have been, the, and I don't mean this in an arrogant way, just an honest way. I think I've been the best case manager right. I've been. Yes, I would agree. In the years that I have done this. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm still learning things and thinking, oh, wow, God, I wish I'd known that when I started this. Absolutely. Um, you know, nine years ago or whatever. But, and now I'm finishing it and I've completely lost my train of thought. But I think it's... <laughs> Yeah, so you're constantly learning. That's how you kind of you manage it because then you think, oh, okay, I remember that yeah. from last year. Okay, I'm going to try that. Yeah, what didn't work and what, what yeah, does exactly. work. Yeah, and... exactly. And then it's there's always those students that you think, oh, this is going to be so difficult. Yeah. I'm not sure how I'm going to support them. And then and I, I remember you're quite good at reminding me of this as well, that, yeah, but it's not going to be like this the whole time. Like yeah. they're really heightened at the start of the year. I'm heightened. Yeah. Um, but remember what it's going to be like. Yeah, it's always looking at the stu- when we when we have those first very first interviews with the parents. It's always nice to tell the parents because the parents are often more heightened, yeah, and concerned and worried about the kids coming to a year eleven and twelve, and yeah. it's really getting to the end of school, and they're really worried. But to actually say, well, we just had these people graduate, and I can tell you what they were like when I met them two yes. years ago. Yeah. And this is what they were like and their concerns. And then this is what they've become now. Yeah. Self-sufficient and independent and um, just completely... And mature. Like yes. the maturity is the big... Especially at this level. Yes. 17 to... 16 to 18 is a, a big jump yeah. in maturity. It really is. And uh, yeah, that independence. Yeah. No matter wh- wh- who the students are. Yeah. Very rare that we have students where you're like, well, that's how they were at the start. That's how they are at the end. Yeah. Um, but that's always something to think about. All like, oh, right, we've got these students, but so I mean, we, we're leave. Both of us are leaving, and yeah. other people are taking our roles. What are the things 
that you would tell them that you wish you learned nine months or nine years ago that you knew now and i know a lot of it is you have to actually learn it we can you can be told yeah i think the most important thing for me has been that i can't fix everything but it's also not my job to fix you're a support um (laughs) and it's (sighs) and you can guide people yeah but you can't make everything how you think it should be yeah that's a life lesson for me, actually. It's a good life lesson, yeah. Um, There's a lot of... I was thinking a lot of teachers want us mm. to make them different, to yes. make things different and to fix... Can yes. you fix this child? Yes. That's a lot yeah. of the uh-huh. requests we get. Yeah. The, no, I can't. No. The <laughs> subtext of a lot of requests from teachers is, can you make them a different person? Yes. They are acting this way. Yeah, no, Can you explain to them that that's not correct? Yeah, and they should act this way yeah. instead. And they're never going to do that. No. no. Um, Can you talk in your... We always say, like, it's like sometimes there's a language that we, we, we have a language that the teachers don't. Yeah. And you feel like saying, they understand English. Yeah. <laughs> it's coming out of my... I'm not, I don't have skills that's no. like translates what you want into the, the way they understand yeah. and then they tell me and then I tell you. That's not our job, but no. that seems to be yeah. for some teachers like... Yeah, just that's your, you fix that. Yeah, can and you fix return that? return them to me when, when you've done that. So yes. I think absolutely that that's not the role. The role is no. a support role. And also I think that our aim is to become less needed. Yeah. Like... So it's, it, I find it interesting watching at this end of the year when lots of students come and thank their teachers and, um, you know, you get chocolates and things. And, and in I found, I'd, I'd be interested to see what you find, that I get probably fewer yeah. thanks. Yes. I mean, you get nice emails and things from parents. But the thanks is actually the fact that they've done their two years I would say most of our students enjoy yeah. what they've done and their time here and they've they graduate. Yeah. And and so it being okay too with that that you don't it's it's not about that. They don't no. always recognize the support that you've given. No. It's it is very parent like. They don't yes. they don't very few children say Yeah. Parent, thank you. Yes. For all you've done for me. It just, Actually, that's so true. It just doesn't that's, happen. Yeah. I don't say that to my parents. No. I should. Yeah. Everyone should. Go and call your parents and tell yes. them thank you. Yes, I wish I'd said it. And so mom. for those students, they see us as like an extension yeah. of that. You're another adult who is here to help. Yeah. So you help me. It's very rare to get... I would say the students who... Uh, who maybe aren't in the modified program, so yes. the ones who are more the tertiary students, I get more of the feedback yeah. from them. Me too. But a lot of it is just, all right. Or, uh, as we have been aware of, we will get emails at the start of the f- next year. They've yes. graduated from the parents saying, what do we do now? Yeah, can we, can you help? <laughs> yeah, can you help? Can we come in for a meeting? Yeah. The, they want to do this. Can yeah. we come in and see you? And you're yeah. like, what? <laughs> no, I can't because I'm dealing with the next 20. Yes. But yeah. isn't it in a way that's the thanks? Yeah, that's because the Because they know you're the person yeah. who's, who's been able to help. Yeah. And, and the other thing, like how cool is it when 
um, you know, last week one of our grad or this week it was only this week one of the graduating Year Twelves came back with his brother. Yeah, and he was so happy to see us all again yeah. and to be back. And you just think that's pretty special, like yeah. that they remember you, they mm-hmm. remember the things that you did together. And I every now and then run into a student that was one of my first students I supported when I was at Dixon, and he still comes running if he yeah. sees me. Um, yeah. And says the things to me that he used to say. Right. That's pretty special. <laughs> yeah, the thanks aren't on paper or no. in presence. It's running into them, and um, there's one of like I have a similar experience of being with my kids and seeing one of the students who was very very quiet and didn't speak much and was a struggle at the start to get engaged and then to talk to them outside of school and say what are you up to and then tell me about like working with reptiles which I always wanted to do and all this stuff and just talk and then leave and my kids like who was that they were such a cool person like so confident and they were just like so great like and it's like oh that is re- that's the reward there right is yeah. to actually see them outside of school which is a stressful environment to a lot of them yeah just interact and talk to my kids and all of this stuff and be like oh okay like that is we are part of that process but a lot of times and it it's a thing i think teachers need to be aware of yeah. is the, the rubbish that we get told of like where's the data that shows this to yes. that we're like maybe in like 10 years time that student's going to be like oh yeah I got to the point that I understood what was happening at school yeah. the lessons that teachers were trying or the support that we had given them it gets built on other support and then all of a sudden it works yeah so cool so, but it, there's no data point of like no. oh well in the two years Show me how you yeah. made them a different person. <laughs> Can't measure that. It's and the other thing, and I think this since I moved into the kind of that the, the school disability area, is just what I've got back, right. like what I've learnt. So I, I guess as an able-bodied neurotypical person, yeah, uh, with serious probably menopausal brain fog, um, <laughs> but I had no idea. Mm. what and I don't pretend now that I understand what it's like to live with a disability but I guess I have a better understanding of the challenges yes um that are just on a day-to-day basis how sometimes I've been horrified at how some of the students are just ignored by I guess by by adults in a school environment left out not deliberately but left out by their peers um so i guess i feel that's been a bit of a gift yeah to, and a thank you i guess that i've got is that i've learned so much about something i had no idea about yeah and you see that in the um especially like the invisible disabilities yes. right yes. yeah um that why we like i was in the same is that you you know that oh there's the inclusion support area but you don't really think about oh you've got a student in your class okay well how do I support them but yeah you don't see everything that they're dealing with I never you don't even consider it because it's invisible you don't you see them in the public you don't know that they've got a disability they don't know they've got anxiety you don't know that what they're dealing with because it's invisible yeah and then when you see it and you and you talk to them I think maybe the what what you learn is um 
that that awareness is sometimes enough. Yes. You know, like just to be aware that, oh, okay, these people are, are dealing with something different. Yeah. You don't understand it. It's, I don't know. The pushback is like, no, I don't, I shouldn't be making allowances. Yes. You know, that's yep. the pushback with, from teachers, right? Is, yep. Well, like, what do you mean? Like, they should just do the work or they should just focus or, you know. Oh, I've had a teacher say to me, but then they'll have an advantage if I do that. It's like, no, they won't. <laughs> oh, oh. Yeah, they don't. It's just, it's unrecognisable. Yes. It's always the thing. The, the, yeah. the analogy is always like, yeah, but if they're blind, you wouldn't go read that. Yeah, exactly. Because it's, you, you wouldn't. You no. wouldn't go, all right, I gave everyone a sheet of work. I'm not doing anything different for this student. Yeah. Otherwise, that would be an unfair advantage. Yeah, exactly. So, but oh. when it's yeah, when it's emotional, you're like, oh, no, you have to cater for that. That's our job. It's literally part of your job mm. description. But it's yeah, I don't know. Sometimes though, what you learn is that the awareness is. It's, I mean, it's the same for everyone. Everyone wants to be seen and mm. considered. Yes, and just a part of feel a, a part of things or a value, be valued in yeah. what you do. And I, 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 I guess it's helped, this job's helped me be more open about actually talking to somebody if they want to about their disability yeah. rather than avoiding it. Yeah. Um, not everybody wants to talk about a disability or I like I don't always want to talk about the things that are going on with me, but I've learned a lot. Yeah. Um, from the students that I've had who have been willing to. And I mean, I even found myself one day, we had a student last year um, in a wheelchair with cerebral palsy. And one day um, I found myself when I was speaking to her, speaking really loudly. And right. I had to apologize. I said, mm -hmm. I'm so sorry. I realize you're not deaf, <laughs> but you can hear me perfectly. Well, yeah, I don't know right. why I'm doing that. Um, and we had a bit of a talk about how that happens, that happens regularly, and um, that yeah. So I've learned things from that. Yeah, I just kind of slipped into that mode. I was horrified. But. It is. It's the sort of I'm uncomfortable. Oh no! Mm. Like putting putting your hand on them, yes. crouching down, yeah. talking in maybe you know patronising yes. tone. Oh yes, that's a killer. Yeah, aren't you doing well? Yes. That's where I remember um, Michael always. He would always say the amount of times people were inspired by him oh. simply for living. Yes. <laughs> because that's what comes across. The, yes. the undercurrent of that is like, oh, I, I, I would never want to be you. Yes. You know, that's the undercurrent of like, yeah. oh, wow, you are inspiring to get up in the morning. Yes. And because I wouldn't want to. <laughs> oh. Yeah. And that, th these things you learn. Yes. And, and it, does, it does help to be like, all right, look, please tell me if, you know, I'm doing the wrong thing or yeah. I've said the wrong thing. or. Oh, and I love that. I mean, I don't, I'm not going to say I love when students misbehave because I don't. <laughs> but I love that, you know, you'll see, um, you know, we, we had a student who had Down syndrome here. And but he was also really, really naughty. Yes. Really naughty. And I kind of thought that was great. He would have been naughty. He wasn't naughty because he had Down syndrome. No. He was naughty. He was funny, actually, really funny. Yeah. Um, just like any other kid. Yeah. Who's they, you know, that kid's got 
green eyes and they're it's just part of them and they're they can still be all of these other things so seeing all of those other things yeah has been great that is that is true seeing seeing more than yeah that's been great Hmm. all right well we're going to wrap it up but i don't make you uncomfortable by saying saying nice things about you never like to give away compliments for free um (laughs) But it's been been a pleasure working with you, obviously, these last, what, five, five years? Yeah. Um, yeah. In, in inclusion support, and we are going to have a lot of stories that we will not be saying on podcasts. Uh, where if we'd said them on podcasts, you'd be like, what yeah. is your job? You did, what did you have to do? Yeah. You know, we, we've had, you have to be an investigator. You have, yeah. to, have to be a police warden. You have to do all kinds of things. Yeah. Um, but it's been, yeah, absolute. As, as far as professionally, it's been great. But just personally, getting to know you and work with you has been an absolute delight. Oh, for me too, Matt. And we, we are we are very good at centering ourselves, each other. Yeah, yeah. And being yeah. like, okay, doing a good job. Yes, can you give me some advice? The advice has been always invaluable because yeah. it always comes from a place of. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, this you could do this, yeah. which is really helpful yeah. in case management to yeah. be like, not to be like, no, you should. If a student is like this, then we treat them like this. Yes. Um, it's always like, oh. And a lot of times the best advice is, oh, yeah. no, good luck with that. <laughs> yeah, Let me know so how true. that get, comes, gets on yeah. because at least you're not sitting here going, oh, like, am I doing a crap job? Yeah. I, I never feel like that working with you no we always go I don't know <laughs> that's a valuable thing to say of like yeah. whoa I don't know about that let's Ooh, see what happens yeah. yeah take a swing and yeah let see. me know yeah and let me know but anyway thank you K-Rock thank we you we will be talking a lot in the future I'm sure yeah and that's it thanks I didn't even realise at the start you'd started